information to help you run your business better and improve your marketing campaigns. My name is Hank Hoffmeyer, and thank you for joining me on Hank's Marketing and Business Tips. Welcome to episode 262 of the HMBT podcast. Today, we're going to talk a lot about LinkedIn because that is the tool to be using if you're selling, looking for a job, or you simply want to network. I'm joined by John Asperian. He is the relentlessly helpful technical copywriter, all-around LinkedIn nerd, and author of Content DNA. Sounds to me like John's going to be able to help us navigate LinkedIn this year, and he also writes web pages, blog posts, case studies, and LinkedIn profiles for B2B clients. You can find John at asperian.co.uk to learn more about him and what he does. But today, I get to pick his brain. John, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Hank. Um, I really love talking about LinkedIn. So let's dive right in and let's hear the questions. Go for it. Yeah, I think it's, you know, one of those tools that people think, oh, it's like Facebook, or I can just hop on and I'm just going to post things and people are going to find it and they're going to want to connect with me and they're going to engage with my content. And there I go, I'm going to grow my business. I'm going to be found. I'm going to be liked. I'm going to be trusted where there's a little bit more that goes into that. And, and people do know that you have to put work into say social media or advertising or marketing, but there's some little nuances and little tips, tricks, and information that can help you be more successful. And that's why I brought you on the show today. Um, what you do really is help people fill out their profile and then you help them with their content that is on LinkedIn. And, and we can probably have separate episodes on each and still not touch on every single piece. But let's quickly, first part of the show today, let's talk about profiles. You know, everybody knows they need to put in work experience, you know, information like skills and stuff like that, contact information. Can you highlight maybe some areas that are really crucial and tips for those areas and, and maybe people don't really put a lot of weight on like, hey, you need to pay attention to this section and make sure that's filled out in 2021. Yeah, the, the, the big mistake people make is that they think that because CV, you know, uh, LinkedIn has been seen as a CV or resume site in the past that you need to focus on getting your work experience right and make sure that there are no gaps in employment. Honestly, people tend not to care about that when they're reviewing your profile, that the two most important things to get right are your headline and your about statement. And that's what I optimize for my clients. If you get those things right, the rest of it kind of doesn't matter anywhere near as much. So the headline is the only piece of text that follows you around your LinkedIn profile along with your name. And so I recommend creating a headline that is in three chunks. So I, I say, go for the three I's, interesting, informative, intriguing. So, so the first part of your headline should be something that sells what product or service you're putting out into the world in an interesting way, a different way. The, the, the middle bit, the informative bit is where you can put some keywords and related things for your business, you know, to clarify what your service or product is. The intriguing thing is the thing that most business owners are too scared to do is to put a conversation starter, something that's really different in their headline. Um, and that ties into the most important thing about LinkedIn is that it's a, for me, it's a content marketing tool, but more than anything, it's a conversation marketing mm -hmm. tool. So I put in hooks in my LinkedIn profile and in my content to start more conversations. And since I've been doing that for the last four years, and the more conversations I get into, 
the more business I close down the line. So your headline is an opportunity to start a conversation. Okay. The, the ability to record an audio pronunciation on your profile on mobile is a way to add some personality to your profile and start a conversation. Your about statement, which is the other most important bit, is a way to hook the reader in. And I include a secret word on my about statement to say, if you've got this far, please include this word in your invitation to me to show me that you've read this. Interesting. That's the conversation starter. So if people are listening to HMBT right now and you want to connect with me, read that about statement, include the word in your invitation and say, I heard you on HMBT. Here's the secret word. Let's connect. That is a highly interested connection to me i'll definitely say yes to those people so um and, and so what else i would say about the about statement is that you've only got three lines to make an impact on the about statement because you get three lines and then there's a see more link now the whole about statement can be 2600 characters long so quite quite a lot but only the first three lines are shown above the fold so if you don't hook that person and say what you know who you're for what you do and some easy way of getting in touch you're probably not going to get them to click through and read the rest that that you put together so that's what i optimize for my clients headline about statement you get those things right you will start selling your product or service on linkedin and i always say that that the soundbite i give my clients is your content tells but your profile sells so the more profile views you can get and the better you optimize your headline and your about statement is, the more people you will close for business. Right. Two things to unpack here, going back, talking about the, the, the headline and that gains interest. It's like going to a party or a networking event. People want to talk to interesting people. If you look interesting from across the room for some reason or another, or someone says you're interesting, you're going to want to go over and talk to that person. But if you're just standing in a corner, looking at the floor, your head's buried in your phone, people might not want to come over and converse with you. So I like that. Uh, that's basically what you're saying is with the about and the headline is if it's interesting, it's going to raise questions. It's almost like the, the old elevator pitch, which I heard that that term is dying because who wants to be stuck in an elevator to learn what somebody does for a living, right? Is what I heard. Uh, so now it's more of like a, an interest statement, which I use. I'm the digital marketing infotainer. I like to make marketing fun and successful. People will say, well, how do you do that? You know, it starts a conversation. So I think I might need to work on my uh, headline, but I think it's okay because I get a lot of people that they inquire about or to say it's pretty cute or, or nice or whatever, you know, digital marketing infotainer, content creator, and solutions whisperer. I think it's the solutions whisperer that gets people. But I think, like you said, I need to still fine tune it. Uh, and maybe even work on my about page. So even I got value out of what you just discussed right. there, because like yes. you said, that's the 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 magnet, right? That's going to yeah. get people the, wanting to The other thing I want to say is that increasingly more people are looking at LinkedIn profiles on the LinkedIn mobile app, right? So in, I think it was November, 2019, LinkedIn themselves said that about 59% of all sessions were done on mobile and it must have increased by now. So, because people are looking at LinkedIn more on mobile and because the, the character limits, the, the physical space on the phone means that you can't put as many characters on the same screen without things cutting off. What it means is that only the first 40 characters of your headline will be visible in every view of LinkedIn. Right. 
that 40 characters is enough for about five or six words. So if you start your headline with helping busy business owners to, you've lost them because everyone's helping busy business owners to do something. Right. Right. So, so that doesn't tell me anything. You've got to get to the point and, and you've got to condense your, your interesting thing down to about 40 characters and then use that as the hook to get people to read the rest of the headline. So get straight to the point, use unusual words. So long as they're clear about what you do, then, then that's cool. Right. Um, but what I hate is things like, you know, if someone says unicorn wrangler and, and they've got the unicorn emoji and that's it. You know, like, well, I, I don't know. I don't understand what you do. What do you do? How do you right. earn money? Yeah. Do you have a magic lasso? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, so, so it's got to be something a little bit different, but at the same time, it needs to be clear about what you do and just get to the point because some people might not read the whole headline. Right. I correlate a lot on this show and what you were talking about with length, people will understand when I talk about email marketing, it's like the subject line needs to be six to 10 words in length. Otherwise, you're not going to get your point across, may get cut off. And then your about statements like the above the fold, same thing with email marketing. It's what you see on the screen as soon as it comes up without having to scroll. But on LinkedIn, you have to click read more. It's almost like these new articles that are coming out. It says still want to read, still interested, read more. It gets cut off and you need to have that important stuff in the beginning to start that that engagement that get that interest and it, i love how you say you put that magic word in your about statement because people that know me and i think you know i don't accept blind invites and i'm, I'm getting a lot more of those lately uh, i don't know why I, well i think i'm in um some other podcasts and i've been writing some articles for third-party sites so i think people are connecting with me there uh, i i don't know if i want to do the magic word in the about statement because it doesn't allow me to get to know them uh, but how many people do you think send just blind invites rather than customized personalized notes? Well, I did an experiment on this in November 2020 because I'm, I'm always doing experiments on LinkedIn. That's the only way to learn about the platform properly. So I experiment and I report the results on my blog and to my mailing list. Um, and I've and during that month, I received 364 invitations. And I think 29% of them sent a note of some kind. But so, which isn't great, but only a proportion of that 29% sent something that actually could have been sent only to me. I mean, some of them just said, I saw your LinkedIn profile and I'd like to connect with you. Okay, so they sent something, but they could have sent that to anyone. Yeah. Only about 5%, I think, actually used my secret word. So, that, so the number of people who are reading my about statement and actually taking action on it is very, very low. But those people tend to know more about me and therefore I'm more interested in connecting with them because they've shown some effort. Whereas, right. you know, I know that it's not an automated pitch if someone's sending me that. So it's a useful uh, tool for me. But yet overall, the, the, the amount of uh, personalized notes is very, very low. And that, that just means that you're, you're doing yourself out of business because a lot of people will just reject those. If anybody from LinkedIn is listening, here, here's an awesome idea. Number one, if somebody goes to connect with somebody and they don't put a personalized note, prompt them to do so. Do you want to send a personalized note? And then, especially on mobile, because I think it's harder on mobile to do that. I think on the desktop, it's a little bit easier and better. Then also you have all these automatic replies for like, oh, it's John's birthday. Do you want to send him a note? And it'll say like, do you want to say happy birthday? How about pulling some stuff from the about page or something that can automatically be injected into personalized note? That would help this platform grow so much but 
I can understand if it takes a lot of effort, but maybe you can repurpose some of the things you're already doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that would require a bit of AI and machine learning, but I'm sure that's not beyond their technical capabilities. The thing you said about the mobile invitations, I'm amazed that they haven't done that now because they actually tested prompting people to send a note on mobile and then they didn't implement it. So it was a beta test and for some reason it didn't make it to live and I, I have no idea why. But yes, on desktop, you are prompted. On, on mobile, you're not prompted and it, and it just sends it straight away unless you tap the more menu first and select personalize invite. So yeah, there's that. Um, just that wanted to come back to the see more thing that you talked about and you related it to email marketing and, and see the see more clip is even more important than ever before because about, I'm going to say about a year ago, I think it was March, 2020, there was a change to the LinkedIn algorithm, which meant that LinkedIn now puts value on the amount of dwell time that is spent on each post. So in other words, the amount of time that you spend consuming a given post on LinkedIn. And one of the measures of that is did the person click see more and then how long did they stick around reading that or consuming that content uh, and, and and that helps to accelerate your visibility because of course if you've got high dwell time then there must be something useful there that people aren't just going to sit around for no reason and th the logical conclusion of that is that there are two types of content that are more likely to get more dwell time and therefore more visibility the first of those is video, because, of course, um, a video by its very nature might be a minute, two minutes, three minutes. And, you know, you're going to sit there and watch at least some of it. Uh, and the other one is document posts, which are where you can upload Word documents, PowerPoints or PDFs. And, and you've got these kind of slide over carousel uh, experience with that. Those take a little while to get through versus a text post that you might read in five seconds and move on. So if you're creating video and document posts, you're likely to have a higher dwell time on your posts than someone who isn't creating that. And therefore, statistically, you're, you're likely to get more visibility from your content. So if you are a content creator, only 1% of LinkedIn users are content creators. But if you are, video and document posts, I think are gonna be even bigger in 2021 than they were last year. What's interesting is people that are watching the video version of this probably saw me look down and it looked like I was probably distracted or not paying attention to you, but I was actually looking at my about section and they might've seen me frown because I need to go back and look at that. You were talking so much about it and I was like, I haven't updated mine in a while. What is it? Actually, it's okay. I think I could remove some of the fluff in the beginning to have that first few sentences show because it's getting cut off before a couple of important words. So right. I appreciate that tip. Definitely. This is a lot of information and I didn't know we could talk so long just about profiles, which is great. And John's got so much information. I want to make sure we get a lot of value. Therefore, this is part one of a two-part series with John on LinkedIn. Um, this is going to be the end of part one. Make sure you tune in next week for part two, where we discuss more around content and posting on LinkedIn. But folks, if you want to hear previous episodes, head over to hankhoffmeyer.com slash Alexa. You can catch this on YouTube. I am on Spotify, the Google Play Store, as well as Apple Podcasts. I'm even on your Amazon Alexa. And what I want to do is encourage you to subscribe, like, and follow. And if you can leave a review on any of those platforms, it helps other people 
find this content and the, then we can, John and I can help them become better at LinkedIn. Uh, just like we're talking about engagement on LinkedIn, I want you to engage with my podcast. And until next week for part two, folks, go ahead and fill out your profiles on LinkedIn and let us know if you have any questions.